Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Lewis Drug, Great Life Health and Fitness, and Fireplace Pros. And welcome back to Calling All Sports, heard on 15 stations in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Iowa. Glad to have you with us. And uh, we are approaching, you know, we are just talking about Lewis Drug's 81st anniversary we're going to be 13 in May, this show is, which is pretty exciting. You grew up with Louis Drog, and how, I mean, you almost take him for granted, don't you, Neil? I mean, when you, I, I notice it the most when I'm not here and I need something, like I'm in Colorado skiing or I'm in, you know, Texas at covering South Dakota State or whatever, and there's no Louis Drog, and it's just like a bummer. You know, I, th- I think your phrase, taking them for granted, taking Lewis for granted is a good way to put it. I, I do that inadvertently, but I do it. I, I stop at Lewis almost every day, may- maybe four times a week. I go right by Lewis two or three times on my way to work, on my way home, uh, when I'm going different places. And I just, uh, just almost out of habit swing in there to get, uh, to mail some letters, to get a prescription, to pick up a, a bottle of wine, uh, of, uh, maybe some office supplies. It's just, it's just kind of habitual. Yeah. And they've got anything you'd ever need. So yeah, they're your first stop. They're your, should be your only stop. In a lot of cases, um, trying to think, I think four times in a day is my record for Lewis. You know, it's Goodness. one of those deals where you get in a project and you're working on something. And, oh, I need masking tape. Well, they got it, Lewis. Or, you know, various other things that you might need for a project. And yeah, it's just nice to know they are so handy. And helpful and do it with a smile. Look for the blue jacket if you're needing some help. Our next guest is John Elmore. Been looking forward to having John on the radio. We had a chance to chat at length uh, during the preseason media day for the Sky Force and I've been cheering for him all season long. I love his, I love his story. I love his, where he's been and how he got here. And John, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, Talk about life on the road. You guys were in Oklahoma City yesterday. I, I don't know when you got home, but uh, what's the travel like in the G League? You know, I've actually been surprised. Um, it's not bad at all, man. Um, I know within our organization, um, I've been really uh, happy with how they've done things, super professional. Um, we played in Oklahoma City yesterday. We flew out Monday morning at like 7 a.m. We got to Oklahoma City at like, I want to say noon. So pretty solid, not bad travel day. Got to rest the rest of the day. And then we had an early game Tuesday morning and then um, bus to the airport after the game and then got back to Sioux Falls last night about 9.30. So pretty quick trip, but uh, super professional and, and just really enjoyed my time so far. Well, and a lot of times they'll have you play back-to-back games in the same place when you take a road trip like that don't they yeah um, most of the time i think you know cut cost on everything and kind of reduce the travel a little bit um which i think has been a great idea we'll play uh usually back to back either saturday sunday or sometimes play saturday off day sunday and then play monday with the day in between so um yeah usually when you go on a road trip you kind of knock out two birds with one stone john elmore our guest he is uh, a guard for the sky force john you're you went to Marshall, uh, which I guess most of us kind of think of as a football school, really, you know, with, uh, and, and, and that goes way back. I think I told you I'm from the East Coast and, um, was getting into the broadcasting world when the, when the plane crash happened and that, the, the horrible tragedy of trying to build a program all over again and, 
if you haven't seen those, if you haven't seen the movie, it's gut wrenching. Uh, but but it's historical too. I mean, it's 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 what really happened. Uh, for you, was was Marshall kind of the obvious choice with where you grew up? Um, you know, I went to VMI, Virginia Military Institute, out of high school. Um, my brother was there on scholarship on the basketball team, and my dad had played there and had a legendary career there. So I kind of had the family ties to VMI, which wasn't too far from where I grew up. But um, when I ended up transferring, it was kind of a no-brainer just because um, there's only two Division One schools in West Virginia. You have Marshall and West Virginia University. Um, and uh, I had a big-time interest in Marshall. Um, the coach, Dan D'Antoni, legendary coach Mike D'Antoni's older brother uh, who's had a heck of a career at Marshall as well um, was the head coach there so um, it just kind of was perfect how it all worked out ended up there um, great situation great staff great teammates so kind of got lucky that it all worked out like that yeah I mean they've had some great athletes come out of that school obviously Randy Moss at the top of the list right yeah, Randy Moss, um, Jason Williams, Byron Leftwich, Chad Pennington. Um, so not some bad, some, some solid athletes. Yeah, uh, very solid. Neil, you're shaking your head over there. We're talking mostly football players. Is Has there been a more prolific, I'm asking Neil this, has there been a more prolific wide receiver? I know Jerry Rice fans are probably going to be throwing stuff at the at the radio at me now, but... Randy Moss was the most dynamic, I thought. You know, I think you're right, certainly in the top one or two or three. But, uh, uh, John, you threw out some names there that I had kind of forgotten had connections to Marshall. There were some great athletes that, that came out of Marshall in the past. Yeah, no, I mean, like we said, the tradition, uh, it's a special place, man. You talked about the plane crash, um, how horrific that was. But it also, like, united it, united the community and the school and, uh, just adds to the history. So walking on campus, there's there's a big fountain in the middle of campus, kind of honoring the plane crash and the victims. So uh, it's a special place. Yeah, absolutely. Um, John Elmore, our guest. John, so from Marshall, take us through a little chronology trip of where you've played in the world. All over the place. So um, when I left Marshall, um, I had several NBA workouts with teams, ended up playing summer league with the Boston Celtics. Um, so it was kind of cool. Um, that was really my first uh, taste of the pro experience, being in the gym with Brad Stevens and the Celtics staff playing summer league. Um, after that, I ended up in Italy. Um, so I lived in Italy for a year. COVID happened, kind of shut the season down. So that was a rocky start to my professional career having COVID happen. Um, year two, I was in Greece and spent some time in Hungary as well. Um, year three, I was in Lithuania. And then now, year four, I'm in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Who would have ever thought, as a kid growing up, that you would have gotten to play in all those foreign countries, you know, got got to travel to all those foreign countries doing something you love to do? No, I mean, yeah, I don't think in a million years I would have thought it would have ended up how it's gone so far, but um, super blessed, man. I get to play basketball for a living. I get paid to play basketball, and um, my wife and daughter have been there every step of the way as well. So having them living in foreign countries with me and traveling the world supporting me while I play basketball uh, is a dream come true. What was the most interesting environment that you ever played basketball in where you looked around and went, really? <laughs> Oh man, uh, I'd say COVID 2021 in Hungary, um, well, mainly Greece, but 
we tipped off one of the games and there was nobody besides our team and the other team in the gym. I mean, no fans, um, no workers, nothing, just basketball teams and referees playing. So it was almost like a pickup game. It was just, I mean, that was kind of the, uh, one of the more shocking experiences. Uh, hey, John Neal here. Uh, uh, your basketball travels bring back some memories for me. I played in the NFL for seven years, but four different teams. So I moved around much like uh, you, you experienced. Uh, and each, each time I landed somewhere, it was a, it was a great enlightening experience. And I'm wondering, as you've experienced different teams, different coaches, different techniques, different philosophies, those are great, a great way to prepare a future coach. Uh, what, what might your future look like after your playing days are over? Do you have any coaching aspirations at all? No, uh, amazing question, man. That's my goal. I want to coach college ball, uh, when I'm done. Uh, ideally be a head coach, but like you said, I've been in so many different environments with, I've been with coaches that don't speak a word of English, and then I've been with 80-year-old coaches that have kind of had that old school, um, if things aren't going well, we're going to hit them harder, we're going to practice harder, and now, now I've been in the G League where you've kind of got the NBA philosophy on um, player development and um, taking care of your body and getting treatment and stuff like that. So just like you said, uh Every stop seems to bring something different to the table. Um, you know, I kind of actually have like a little notebook that I jot stuff down, just certain things that stick out or certain things that I think might help in the future when I'm coaching or teaching the game to somebody. So um, it's been a journey, man. And like you said, every stop brings something unique um, that you're able to take with you. So I just try to enjoy the process and learn as much as I can along the way. How tough is it to play for somebody when the communication that you take for granted all the time isn't there. I mean, when you can talk to your coach now, you, you and Kasib can have a conversation. When you're in Lithuania, you may not be able to, you may not know a word that the coach is saying to you. That's got to be awfully challenging. Yeah, so I think first um, reality check was my rookie year in Italy. Um, my coach was really old and didn't speak one word of English. Now, the assistant coach spoke some English and some of the Italian players spoke English, but, like, I would get subbed out or if I made a mistake, I'd come out of the game and he's yelling at me, like, all kinds of hand gestures. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, what is going on right now? And then the, coach, the assistant coach would sit me down and say, this is what he's saying, yada, yada, yada. But, like, I mean, first, your first experience outside the United States playing with a coach that doesn't speak English um, – Man, you got to learn on the fly and just try to pick up things here and there, and uh, try not to make any mistakes. But man, it's it's a whole different world. Well, that's just way more pressure than you need. It's pressure enough playing in those situations, but when you don't even know what you've done wrong, and I, could you could you pick up on certain? Did you eventually learn certain words that if you heard the coach spewing them out, you knew you were in deep trouble? Yeah, it was. It was a learning, uh, there was a learning curve. Um, you know, like they always say in Europe, like there's an adjustment period for rookies. And, uh, I can definitely attest to that just because, um, you're playing against grown men, you know, in college, everybody's similar age, but you're playing from anywhere from 20 year olds to 40 year olds in Europe. So, uh, you got to learn quickly and then living over there. I mean, you're, that's a whole different culture, the language barrier, eight hour time difference. So, um, you got to learn on the fly and pick up quickly because 
if not, teams will move on. So, like you said, you got to pick up stuff and uh, just adjust as you go along. I'm guessing having your wife there was a huge blessing because uh, otherwise you got nobody to come home and talk to about some of the stuff that's so frustrating. So, yeah, I mean, I've had teammates that have been over there by themselves, and there's just so much downtime in between practices and games that, like, when you go home, like, guys will watch Netflix series in days and a half just because you're, there's so much downtime. So having your wife there um, to hang out, just to have conversations in English, you know, a lot of your teammates are just conversing in whatever their domestic language is. So having conversations in English just kind of keeps you sane. And like people don't realize until you don't, you don't hear it. You're in the grocery store and you're going to self checkout and you scan something and it starts beeping like you made a mistake. And then the worker comes over and they start saying stuff to you and you're like, I have no idea what's going on or what you're saying. So little things get taken for granted. Yeah. I have enough trouble with life in general without having it be that complicated. Uh, John, John Elmore, our guest of the uh, Sky Force. So after all this of playing overseas, it's just got to be a breath of fresh air to be in Sioux Falls playing in your home country where you do understand what's going on. No, I'm in year four now of my pro career, um, and I've never been happier, honestly. I mean, playing basketball mentally, physically, um, I don't think I've ever been better. So I'm just... I'm taking, I'm on cloud nine, man. This is, you know, everybody's goals, NBA. Um, but, you know, right now, this is the best job I've ever had. And, um, I don't take it for granted. And, you know, every day I wake up, like we talked about, I get to play basketball for a living with my family, skin to support. Um, and then being in the United States, I've had my mom and dad have been to like 10 plus games already this year. And they saw, I think they came, my dad came to two games the past three years in Europe. So just being so close to home has been special. Hey, John, you, you, you mentioned maybe being a future coach. Uh, trying to visualize how that might come to be, how it might come to fruition. Uh, w- would you start, you know, you t- talk about maybe having to start at the bottom and work your way up. Would that be at high school or somewhere in the college ranks and kind of work your way up uh, to a head coaching job? Uh, what, what, would, what could you kind of visualize in that regard? Um, ideally college, you know, I think everybody has to, I mean, with most jobs and career fields, you got to kind of start and climb the ladder, but who knows? I mean, I think the ideal situation would be whenever the ball stops bouncing. I mean, it could be tomorrow. It could be 10 years from now. You know, you never know. You can't take anything for granted, but, um, trying to get a college assistant job and then just working your way up. I mean, I don't think it, you might not even be guaranteeing the assistant job. You might have to be a graduate assistant or, operations guy stuff like that so um who knows but you know the goal is head coach so we'll see what happens so before we let you go i gotta ask about this year's team you guys are having some success how much are you enjoying this group man we've got a great group we all uh we had we had workouts today it was optional workouts or get treatment um and there was like five of us who were like hey y'all want to grab something to eat so we all went out to eat um and, you know, most teams, well, I'm not going to say most teams, but a lot of teams, once practice ends, everybody kind of goes their separate ways back to family or back to the apartment on their own with their other friends. Um, we've got a lot of guys that hang out on and off the court. So having a team like that where you all get along and can kick it and go out to eat and just enjoy each other's company, that, that means a lot when you're talking team chemistry and winning games and having success. So. We've got a special group. Um, you know, the goal is obviously to win a championship, but when you've got guys that you genuinely enjoy the ride with, um, teammates and coaching staff like that, uh, 
no matter what the results are, it's special. There's no question about that, although in the G League, you never know from day to day who your teammate's going to be, so that that makes it a little tougher to build that chemistry. No, no, that that's very true. Um, and I think that kind of goes even bigger picture to the organization as a whole, um, having good dudes, having guys that will get along, um, having guys that uh, have a specialty and know how to um, – bring something to the game so like you said we've had to plug in a lot of new guys this year we've had guys that have played three games and then never seen them before or never seen them after um so um just everybody being on the same page um and playing as a team is that's a huge thing in the g league because you know every like in the g league everybody's auditioning to play at the next level so everybody's got their own individual goals but at the same time um you've got to play as a team so having a good group goes a long way and even though you guys are affiliated with the Miami Heat, you're still auditioning for any team in the NBA. If, unless you're one of the two-way contract guys, you're free for anybody to sign. So every single day you take the court is an audition. A hundred percent. We were talking about that the other day, too, because I think if minor league baseball was being discussed. And I think in minor league baseball, you're only like allowed to be called up by that individual organization. Right. But in, in basketball and the G League, Every game, you have a chance for all 30 NBA teams to kind of pick up the phone and change your life the next day. So um, it's one of those things you got to be prepared at all times. So how good can this team be, do you think? I think championship. Um, we've had some injuries, and we've had a lot of guys, um, a lot of turnover in the roster, just new players, guys getting called up to the heat, two-way guys being in and out. Um, but you know, we've had a lot of big games so far. We've gone on the road and won big games. We've won big games at home. So just a matter of staying consistent and healthy. And, you know, I I like our chances. Has there been anybody that's made you go, wow, <laughs> that that you've played either for, uh, with, or against so far in the G League this year? Um, Two games ago, we're playing the Mexico City G League team. Um, and the starting center for the other team is Kenneth Fareed. Oh. Um, and that's a guy who played yeah. in I guess, 10 years or so, made however many millions of dollars. Um, he's kind of the NBA star at one point. So that's a guy trying to finish up his career and get back to the NBA and make it back to where he was. So just playing against a guy like that who's been at the top and had a lot of success and had a heck of a career was kind of special. And it shows you where you are career-wise, but it also shows you how close you are to the NBA. So cool experience yeah because there aren't many kenneth Fareeds in the g league it's mostly guys <laughs> that are on the the bottom side of it trying to work their way up there are very few guys with 10 years of experience that are playing in this league no 100 percent. so just seeing guys like that playing against them uh no it's memorable well john this has been great we'll have to do it again thanks for making the time and uh we'll talk again soon definitely thanks for having me you bet John Elmore of the Skyforest, our guest. Neil and I will be right back. Does every home in your neighborhood look the same? Looking to give your home a little more pizzazz? A new garage door from Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls is the easy way to give your home that new, refreshed look. We offer a variety of styles and options to fit any type of home. Stand out in the crowd and contact Overhead Door Company of Sioux Falls. Now celebrating 55 years in Sioux Falls, plus offices in Aberdeen and Watertown. Find us at OverheadDoorSD.com. That's OverheadDoorSD.com. No one has a handbook for what we're living through today, which is why the experience you have access to 
makes all the difference in how you make it to tomorrow. For decades, Dakota Bank has worked with ag producers through industry, economic, and regional changes. We're committed to agriculture. We're committed to the producers and families that make our communities great. Go with commitment, experience, and integrity. Dakota Bank, banking, insurance, mortgage, and trust. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Insurance and trust not FDIC insured. Orthopedic pain shouldn't disrupt every part of your life. You sit out when others head out. You find yourself saying, not today, when you really wish you could. If you've been avoiding the activities you used to love, make a change. The expert team at Sanford Orthopedics and Sports Medicine can guide you through a full scope of orthopedic care. We have surgical and non-surgical treatment options that manage your pain to get you back in action. Because life is better with the freedom to move. Learn more at SanfordHealth.org. Meet my good buddy, Greg Gold, CEO of Hague Realtors and father of some terrific athletes. Greg, how long has Hague been around? Mark, we've been around over 75 years, and we have over 200 licensed agents who are all really good at helping their clients with their real estate needs, whether buying, selling, or both. And you have several locations, right? Yep. We're in Sioux Falls, Brandon, Garrettson, Hartford, all over the Sioux Empire, and even out in the Black Hills. You guys do such an amazing job, and... You also have some terrific personalities who are a blast to be around and work with. Every day is fun at Hague. We sold over 4,000 properties last year worth over a billion dollars. That's how good our people are. That is impressive. In sports terms, you've built a dynasty, kind of like those Lincoln tennis teams. Your contact info, Greg. It's simple, Mark. Go to Hague.com. Find the agent you want to work with. We're Hague Realtors since 1945. Penny Kleindienst is an interior designer. So when Eric and Becky Roskop hired Simply Perfect to update their dream home, she knew where to turn. The experts at Fireplace Pros have a wide variety of heat and glow and heat later fireplaces to choose from. And they hit a home run with a contemporary fireplace they chose together. They always help me come up with the perfect fireplace that makes all the difference in the way a home looks and feels. Our gas fireplaces and inserts from heat and glow and heat later are the best in the business. You can stop in and see the region's largest showroom or visit us on the web at FireplaceProfessionals.com and get a virtual tour. We have almost 100 heat and glow and heat later models on display and even more in stock. If you ever need advice, just call 339-0775 or better yet, stop in and see us. We're Fireplace Pros, 1217 West 41st Street, Sioux Falls. Just like Becky and Eric, you're going to love the way your home feels. Welcome back to Calling All Sports. This portion of the show is brought to you by Sanford Health, Rosenbauer, Vance Thompson Vision, Dakota Bank, Hague Realtors, and Comfort King. You know, and i got to wonder if Neil, as Neil Graff joins me here on Calling All Sports, if for John Elmore, being back in the States, just the mere fact that he can eat at Arby's, you can't do that in Lithuania. Sorry. that, that That's right. Uh, those those uh, fast food places and that good old American food that you kind of get used to, you don't encounter those uh, uh, on the international front. No, there's no question about it. And, and you know, what's a little different between your journey uh, and playing for, what, five different teams in the time you were in the NFL in seven years and John's journey is that the majority of his time has been spent overseas where he didn't have a clue as to what was happening. I mean, think about how much harder that would have made what you were trying to do 
when you couldn't even understand the code. Well, it would have increased the difficulty a great deal. And I always, when I look back at my career, I was single when I was playing in the NFL. So if I got traded or went from one team to another, it was as simple as packing my bag and heading to the airport. But when you have a family, and I remember fellows that did, it made changing teams very difficult because the, the kids many times are in school. You're, they're kind of ingrained. It's a big job to move a family as opposed to just one individual. Which was your favorite place to play in 30 seconds? Pittsburgh, and and mainly because of the wins. Remember, I, I think I've said before, winning's a lot more fun than losing. And, and at Pittsburgh, it was fun to go to work every day because you won. Uh, so it made for a great environment. Well, so it, you, it, it was a fun place to be. You were there in those dynasty years. Yeah, during the Super Bowl years, yeah. So that that was a fun place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Who was the greatest player on that, on those teams? Franco Harris. I think I've mentioned that. He was the heart and soul of those Super Bowl years. Uh, quite the player. Yeah. That, that uh, immaculate reception will never be forgotten. Yeah, and I, we've talked about the greatest reception ever, and I and I've said that has to be in the mix. And you're you're still not sure if that's a reception or no, not. No, it's a fluke. But was it a reception? It was yeah. a fluke reception, yeah. but it was um, top top two or three, I think. Yeah, I just look at like you know some of these great one-handed catches, or you know, or it's an actual catch of a real. You know, Harris was just, you, you know what I'm trying to say. I know here. what you mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, greatest play? It certainly is amongst them. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. I'm glad you've got so many great memories from your time in Pittsburgh. Uh, Neil Graff, for Neil, I'm Mark. We'll talk again tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Calling All Sports. Today's show was brought to you by Arby's, Overhead Door, Great Life Health and Fitness, Lewis Drug, Fireplace Pros, Sanford Health, Dakota Bank, Rosenbauer, Dakota Beverage, Vance Thompson Vision, Corey Insurance, Hague Realtors, Pusett Speedway, Comfort King, Billion Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, the South Dakota Golf Association, and Corey and the Fireflies.